Welcome to your Everyday Rich Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Jen. I'm Jason Cow, And thank you for joining. Appreciate you coming back to listen to some living room couch conversations about millennials talking about important things in their lives. And, you know, it's the weekend right now that we're recording. And uh, we got off to a good start by working out. And actually... Even before we kind of go into this thing, you might notice uh, by the time the YouTube video is out on the internet. Like many, many weeks later. Many, many weeks later. <laughs> We're so behind on YouTube. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but um, we have revamped our, our, I guess, our setup here. Our podcast room. Our podcast Slash studio. office. Slash, I don't know. Storage. Storage closet. of junk. Anyways. But yeah, you'll you'll see. Um, we're still experimenting with it, so don't mind the blank uh, random frame in the back right now. That's where the new logo is going to go. So yep. we're still in the middle of that. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, new setup, uh, new things, new tings as they call it, mm-hmm. and uh, we're excited to um, just kind of build it up. So uh, if you got any comments, got any suggestions, you'll Let DM us. us. Because uh, we are not designers. No, we are two engineers who have was it left brain, not the not the artsy brain, <laughs> the non-creative side. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I draw straight lines. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we um back to the whole thing like working out in the mornings uh, on a weekend here. You know, it really kind of gets your day going. It's really nice, uh, even on weekends where. You know, we typically feel like we don't want to work out or, you know, it's just, hey, it's the weekend. Let's Slack sleep off, in sleep, and sleep in. Stay in your bed for a whole hour before you get up kind of thing. <laughs> roll, slowly roll out of bed. Yo, yo, it's true, right? Like, you, yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to stay in this comfy, warm bed, especially when it's like minus a jillion degrees outside? Yeah. You know, it's a nice change from the weekdays where you literally have to wake up at, you know, whatever. Whatever time you guys wake up, six, five, seven, whatever it is, and you have to pop out of bed and get your shit done, get yeah. your kids out, right? Yeah. So I think we all be lying if saying like, you know, everyone wants to get up right in the morning. Yeah, no. We're like, yeah, let's go attack the day, right? Mm-mm. Like, no, man, we're all people. No. <laughs> like, it's no, it's uh, it's an adjustment, and you know, the funny thing I think where how this kind of adjustment started for us mm-hmm. was I think over a year ago, mm-hmm. right? I think over a year ago where. Might have been planning our year, actually, last year. Planning our year and then trying to figure out what, you know, didn't work out the year before that we weren't happy with. And then what changes we needed to make to make our, you know, next year better. Right? Yeah. And then one of the buckets that we all have on our, I guess, our planning of our year is health. Yeah. And, you know, over when we reflected, we thought about it. We're like, man, we really haven't. We haven't prioritized our health at all. Mm-mm. Now, mind you, I mean, health is a is a there are many components to it, right? And you know, I think the thing that we were more, uh, I guess, uh, concerned about was the lack of physical activity. Yeah, or the inconsistency. Yeah, for me, it was more inconsistency. Like we had, 
a basement of stuff. We had YouTube videos, but I was definitely not consistent. Yeah, and neither was I. Yeah, very very sporadic, if anything. Like there were, I mean, when we look back uh, just the last 10 years, there is very minimal physical activity. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I guess life feels like it got in the way. But, you know, reflecting back into all those times where it was just like, you know, there there was a lot of opportunities for us to actually exercise and work out and all this yeah. stuff. But it just it didn't feel like a priority at that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like it's just something that where if you go back into your your days of youth mm-hmm. where you had so much time. Yeah. In your 20s. Yeah. You know, you're. You go work out in between your actual like classes or you finish school and then you just go work out yeah. or after you after you're working let's say you're working a nine to five after graduating remember it was just like what was that whole story about oh man like that was amazing i would go to work go to come back home at five go to the gym do my six o'clock or six thirty body pump at good life which is down the street from my house that i grew up in then i would come home and my mom had already make dinner and she would just leave aside a plate of food <laughs> in the kitchen and then i'd go microwave it and then i'd eat it and then i'd go shower that's like it awesome. was freaking amazing <laughs> that's so awesome and i think about it i'm like wow <laughs> like i wish someone would do that for me now yeah. but that doesn't happen when i come home from the gym now there's no food on the table like i gotta come make it. i know we jokingly kind of come back and be like how come there's no food on the table i know i gotta on? make this food now oh man <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like but yeah it's very different times um but yeah very i was very grateful for that yeah we, we, listen we were spoiled right i mean yeah if, for sure if if you grew up with immigrant parents i mean the big tr- the big thing was part of culture is like you they're not kicking you out of your house and especially in asian uh asian families it's about family right keeping the family together as mm-hmm. long as you can and you have multi-generational families living yeah. together and how's that work well i mean they show love by giving you food Right. Hey, that's that's a that's the Asian mom love language. That's so true. Is making food and cooking food for your children, or cutting you or, fruit, or cutting you fruit. <laughs> and that's how it was. Right, but, then, but that was the twenties. Yeah, that that was our twenties. I feel right. Twenties, yeah, that was my twenties, and then thirties comes along. You know, we're married now, having kids, and literally, that's. All we did was just take care of our kids. Oh, I thought you were going to say, oh, literally just have kids. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) We have two children. But yeah, it was highly focused on raising our kids, our time. But also concentrating like a lot, splitting that between your career too, right? And career, yeah, that's correct. Because there's a huge focus on obviously building your financial security. Mm -hmm. And how's that work with most people Mm -hmm. is focusing on your your jobs. Yeah, jobs. I was traveling for work as well a lot, right? Out to Alberta. Um, But yeah, that was pretty much a primary focus. And it was next to nothing from a physical health, like physical movement, like consistent physical movement standpoint. Yeah. It's very sporadic. The dedication that we feel like towards... um, the career and kids felt overly skewed. Yeah. It definitely, if you, if you were like on a pendulum, mm-hmm. it was like working kids, working kids. Yeah. And the occasional, yeah, go out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but even that, it was very minimal, like parties, pff, we party anymore. Right. Yeah. It's, but yeah. Anyways, the whole thing was that we feel like, I feel like a lot of that was, you know, that neglect was 
based off of this this reason of the West come in saying, hey, you know what? It's okay. I don't feel I don't feel bad. I don't feel yeah. like I need to work out. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think we've talked about this before. We talk about the four burner theory yeah. or whatever. Like there's yeah. you can't focus on everything a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. But that doesn't mean the other burners go to zero. Yeah. It's just a matter of those burners, maybe, you know, tone it down to ten percent. You know, yep. versus a hundred percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think for us, it was more so it was turned down like a lot, probably more than what it should have been. But, you know, that's, that's kind of how it was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, as we kind of enter our forties now, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, the perspective changes, especially because now that we're entering an age where, you know, I like to call it the, the check engine light starts coming on more frequently. Yeah. And things happen in your health and your biology and you observe your parents aging and you also experience the unfortunate thing of of friends and family passing away mm-hmm. or contracting illnesses and diseases that you would never think call it a healthy person would get. Well, because we all think our, our friends were still in their 20s or something. Yeah. In our heads. In our heads. Like, like we're like, oh, what do you mean? Yeah. Like. What do you mean this is happening? Yeah, that's 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 for old people. (laughs) But it's like, no, right? Like it's happening now. You know, like like it's just the simple things, getting out of bed, a tweak your back. You're like, what? (laughs) How? How do you tweak your back getting out of bed? Yeah. And you're just thinking, no, that's what dads do, right? And that's what uncles do. Yeah. And it's you kind of joke about it, but then you hear your friends talk about it or post something, and you're like, oh shit, you too. Yeah. (laughs) You tweak your back? Yeah. Like, there's how many times has that happened? Yeah. Um, but then it kind of gives you this weird perspective. And, uh, you know, I want to share a story and, and what kind of clicked, right? Other than us sitting around, if we go back to the very beginning of this, us planning our year. But there's all these things that kind of led up to this. Mm-hmm. And I think um, a big part was, you know, obviously there was, you know, we, went, we, we experienced one of our really close friends passing away over the last few years. Right. And it was it was a really hard thing to experience um, as a as a friend. Right. Not as a brother, almost kind of like your brother from another mother kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I won't go too deep into this thing. But I mean, anytime you see someone like that of your age and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like, boom. Right. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it kicks you in the balls. Yeah. And a lot of the times where we feel that we need to do something about something is this external factors yeah right think about when we were like we we're talking about 30s right what external factors were forcing us to decide to say you should work out or you should focus on your your activities more your sorry your nothing. your fitness nothing 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 and unfortunately a lot of us you'll hear so many stories where someone develops something yeah or a condition yeah. or like something that prevents them from doing something physically because their body just doesn't allow them to. Yeah. And right? for whatever reason. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this big light bulb moment, right? The check yeah. engine light finally came on and you're like, oh, I have to actually address this problem. Yeah. And that got me into this this thought of just saying, shit, I think we kind of need to like think about doing this differently. Yeah. Turn that burner on a little higher. Yeah. Right? And it it's challenging because, you know, we 
are so busy with life commitments yeah that it feels so much more challenging as more things start happening in your life right as you now you're ramping up your career and your kids are getting older activities are getting bigger and your social network i mean although it's not really growing but you're like concentrating that social network and then it's like okay now how do i how do i add that yeah. new thing you know whether you know health part of my life or fitness part of your life into that whole mix and it's a it's you know straight up it's a tough thing to try to i'm gonna call it balance i hate that word balance i don't it, like the word balance no either. because it's priority yeah and if you if we go back to this burner this uh um stove, theory yep like you have to dial one down to increase another one Right. Just, just for people who don't know what the four burner theory yeah. is, it's basically you have four burners on your stove, health, career, family, and I think relationships, mm -hmm. right? So you can't have all four of those aspects of your life dialed up to 100% all the time. There's just so much time in a day. There's so much mental capacity that you have that you can focus on any of those four things. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about burner theory, four burner theory, basically... No, you have to dial, if you want to dial one up, you might have to dial another one down. Or two. Or two, right? Depending on your situation and, you know, the things in your life. Yeah. And, you know, just to give you an example. It's like uh, in our 30s, what did we dial up? We dialed up our family, our family and our careers. Yeah. Right. And, you know, you ask a lot of our friends, you know, the, the day one homies. Yeah, we didn't see them a lot. It's not because we didn't want to see them. Dude, it was the same thing for them. <laughs> They're growing their families. How often do we see each other? But it was this almost this mutual understanding. You know, people yeah. are just focusing on things that are important to them right now at that life. Yeah. Right. And part of this discussion and why we wanted to talk about this is because this is a real, real, this is real shit that people go through. We've started we go through. go through and we've ex observed it with our friends and our family and, and whoever. Right. And experience it ourselves. And experienced it and we want to reflect and share kind of what we've been through, what we've what changes that we've made mm -hmm. and kind of where we're at when it comes to, you know, which things that we've dealt up and which things that we've turned down a little bit. Yeah, no, it's, it's very true because it's, you know, we're we're at a stage where I think, you know, we are recognizing our parents' mortality. Uh, as they age and we recognize that our mortality is not a it's a finite thing and we don't know yeah you know, we don't know how much longer we all have this is just this is a this is a thing that no one can answer yeah right but when 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 the check engine light when you know the check engine light's going to start coming on you want to do some preventative maintenance versus reactive maintenance and that engine oil needs to get changed more frequently now. You cannot delay it. It's this thing where I, I, we recognize this, and we want to, we want to go through our experience and just explain to you kind of what we went through, but recognize the things that create barriers for all of us, mm -hmm. right? Regardless of your age, but just you know, hey, for, for millennials that are going through career, like you're prioritizing your career, or maybe you do have aging ailing parents that you got to take care of if not it's going to come or you got kids that are 
super demanding mm -hmm. that young phase mm -hmm. it's just like i feel like i got nothing to do except raise my kids mm -hmm. or your kids are a little bit older now and you feel like you got more time but their activities are now like pulling you left and right and center you're like a chauffeur yep i feel like that right. but anyways <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's it's this thing where we recognize that there are things that um that we put up as bearers and really it just comes off as excuses and mm -hmm. uh, we want to go through some of those and hopefully share kind of things that we've tried to implement to get over those barriers. And maybe you can take, take, take something from this and implement it into your life. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, you know, I think the first thing is the hardest thing for us to feel when we want to prioritize this is the motivational factor this whole feeling i feel unmotivated right there's no external motivation or reason for you to want to prioritize yep. your physical fitness it's hard to get started in in the first place mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i mean think about anything but especially exercising to just get up go to the gym or whatever it is to do anything Especially it's something that you don't normally do, so you may not enjoy, uh -huh. right? It's easy to get to get up and do something if you enjoy it. Yep. Right. If you like to play basketball, if you like to go on a bike, hmm? right? It's easier to get up. But if you don't like going to the gym, lifting weights, doing a cardio class, you know, it's it's barrier, mm -hmm. right? If you don't like it. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, like, naturally. Who we... <laughs> wants to get up and do something you don't like? Like, <laughs> obvious. Yeah, like, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Like, we have this feeling that it feels fucking hard. And part of it is a lot of the times, let's be real. We start something, it's hard. We don't like it. And because we only spend so little time on it, we quit too early. Yeah. Because we don't see any results. Yeah. It's, if I go back and make this analogy to investing, people are like, I have to invest my money for 25, 30 years? Yeah. Well, that's how compound interest works. And yeah. compounding your gains is the same thing. It takes this ramp-up period. It takes time for your body to change, mm -hmm. to adapt, to grow. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, it takes nine months to grow a baby. You cannot just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to grow a baby in two months. Then it comes out. It comes out. It's just not how it works. And... I think a lot of the things is this whole thing where we talked about this reason. Yeah, what's your why, right? Why, why are you get? Why are you getting up? Why are you going to go do this physical activity? Yeah, and what's the reason? And I, that's different for everybody, probably. Yeah. Other than to get healthy, like I feel like it needs to go further than that, and then to get healthy. This is true. Um, like that's, that's, that will be a very weak why, I think. Yeah. Because if your weak, your why is not strong especially to the people who don't exactly like working out or mm -hmm. doing the physical activity, like if your why is not strong enough, it's going to be very tough for you to keep going. Yeah. And and this is my own personal experience, right? There's a year where it's funny, um, whoever's listening to this and remembers some of this. You know, I had this poster where I, I, I photoshopped my face on – I think it was Matthew McConaughey or someone that was like a celebrity. Oh, like yeah. Like a celebrity. That helps for sure. And it was like, I called it the Year of the Jacked because that was the title of <laughs> the actual men's health magazine, Year of the Jacked. I put my face on it. 
And a lot of people, it was funny. Like, there's a lot of comments that were just like, ha ha ha, yo, this is all funny, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. You, your, your friend's poking fun at you and all that stuff. And I remember I was just like, yeah, I do want to get jacked that year, but I didn't. For whatever reason, it was working out, but, you know, that wasn't a very good reason. It was very superficial and temporary. Mm-hmm. They're saying, oh, I just want to look good. You want to look like Matthew McConaughey. Who, who wouldn't? Yeah. But, hey. you know, you just, it, it wasn't strong enough for you to, for me to continue um, implementing this every single day and being disciplined. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, it was not the year of the jack. <laughs> it was the year of the... <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened in the year? Just nothing? Oh, no, there was something. We worked out and stuff like that, but it wasn't jacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So you, you didn't get the results no. that you were looking for. Right. Because I didn't have the discipline. And I didn't. Yeah. Have, the reason wasn't strong enough. Right? That's right. It was very superficial, like I said. So, you know, I mean, more excuses came up. And this is a long time ago. But long story short, this is how I remember it. Mm-hmm. And now when I ask myself, you know, versus like, okay, what? What's going to motivate me was more of all these other factors that are coming in to say, you know, there are things, there are personal things now that are deeper, deeper, deeply rooted that I've experienced both from seeing other people, other people, external factors, but also me personally. Yeah. Like I said, you know, we title this whole thing, the check engine light comes on in your life. Mm -hmm. That's a real deal. And even though you might, look healthy, feel healthy, you know, shit happens to your body. Yeah. And we take it for granted that when something happens, you don't, you know, and you get it checked out, you know, it could actually be something, nothing, like nothing, or it could be something that is a underlying symptom of something. And just to share, just one last thought here Mm -hmm. is that I'll be straight up. There were things that happened to me over the last few years that I don't think should have happened or you know you don't feel you don't think that ha- actually happens mm-hmm. you're like why is it happening mm-hmm. right and you know a lot of i guess a lot of i would say friends and f- people our age are stubborn enough to just say nah it's okay i won't get that checked out yeah yeah yeah. put the tape over the check engine light or let it let it keep running yeah it's five thousand kilometers overdue your your maintenance that's my that's my car right now. <laughs> another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> true I need story. to get my car serviced. <laughs> right. But anyways, that's that's what happened, right? And, you know, I, I credit one of my friends who pointed something out to me that I never noticed for calling me out, but also respectfully calling me out mm-hmm. and saying, yo, uh, check that out. you should check that out mm-hmm. because of his personal experience of saying, hey, I, this didn't happen to me, but something else and someone yeah. else pointed out something to me. And it just, it helped ease a lot of something that, I, who knows, could have been something, right? Yeah. So, you know, for me, that's that's a bigger motivation for me. Yeah. I think for me, my motivation is when I go and work out, like I, I go work out in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I do now. Um, first thing in the morning before the kids get up, you know, kind of like my own time. I feel like that time for me, it helps me kind of get my brain started for the day. It's almost like part of my self-care, right? Because I become a better mom, a better person when I have this time to myself. Yeah. Um, 
So that's kind of my motivation is, you know, getting up, working out, getting my, my, my body and my brain kind of worked up and ready for the day. And that allows me to become a better parent, a better wife, just a better person in general, because I feel better. Right. So, um, that's kind of like what I, you know, but it's really tough for you to actually get up because you're not a morning person. Oh yeah. If you know me personally, you know, I'm not a morning person. I like to sleep in. I like to, like I said earlier, roll out of bed. Like I wake (laughs) up and I spend an hour in my bed awake. (laughs) That's what I like to do. But you know what? I've had to make the sacrifice at least on the weekdays, um, to get up get whatever you need to get done and then to start my day yeah and let's come back to that in terms of like how you structured that because i think you know i think a big thing and we'll kind of tie this last thing about motivation up is um a huge thing about motivation if you call it discipline or whatever is just trying to remove barriers that are in the way Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it's these simple things that we don't think about. And, you know, I'm, we're not a clinical psychologist or anything like that. So take this with a grain of salt. This is just things that we've Mm -hmm. listened to and we've implemented our own lives and stuff like that. We just tried, experimented. Yeah. Because listen, it's hard to get up in the morning. There's only three things that make me want to get up in the morning really early. Vacation. Vacation. (laughs) Fishing and golf. Those are the three things that when my alarm goes off at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., boom, up. I'm up. <laughs> I'm up, ready to go. For me, it's only vacation. <laughs> yeah. I don't golf. I don't go fishing in the morning. It's, the only thing is vacation. I will get up for an early flight. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, it's the only time you'll see Jen like up and ready. Like, <laughs> okay. let's go, let's go, let's, let's go. go. Alarm's up, let's go, let's get ready. <laughs> right. So, but the thing is, the big barrier to a lot of those things is that, okay, fine. How do you get out of bed? And yeah. really, I actually love the Mel Robbins method of five, four, three, two, one. You count to yourself and you just get up. It's her five-second rule. It's the five-second rule. Throwing in there Mel Robbins five-second rule. It's a book. Sorry, Mel Robbins, but I don't think you need to read the book. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the, the message is whatever you need to do, say five, four, three, two, one, and then go do it. And then do it. Don't contemplate it. Don't think any more about it. Just count to five or count down from five and that's it. Go and do it. Yeah, it fucking works. Yeah. It works. The more you contemplate it, the more likely or the likelihood of you not doing it becomes higher. Yeah. So (laughs) that's it. That's the whole premise of the book. Yeah. And another thing too is like, you know, it's depending on the type of personality you are, you know, it's, you can create excuses. Oh, I got to get my, put my clothes on. Then I got to do this and that. Yo, get your clothes ready the night before. Put them in front of your bed where you walk towards the washroom or whatever. And it's right there and you have to stumble over it. You got to put them on. So Mm -hmm. anyways, those are some of those things where I feel that read up on it, Mm -hmm. experiment with those things and remove those easy barriers. You know what else helps I find, especially in the beginning when I started doing this? Yeah. So I have an Alexa alarm, the yeah. Echo, the yeah. Amazon Echo thing. Yeah. So I, I used to use that alarm and it's, you know, it's so easy to turn the alarm off because you just say, Alexa, please turn off alarm. And you can literally lie in bed with your eyes closed, yep. still doing that. So what I to help me get up in the morning, what I did was I put my alarm on my phone, but I put my phone on my makeup table, which I have to literally get up 
to turn it off. Yep. Right? So I had to get up, turn it off. So I'm already up on my feet versus previously I would use my my Amazon Echo and I would just say, turn off alarm. And literally I didn't even get out of bed. I didn't have to open my eyes. It was still dark. My eyes could be closed and I can still do that. Yeah. The barrier was too easy. It was too easy. So I made it harder for myself. Like I had to physically get up to turn off the line because it would keep going keep beeping and annoy the shit out of like everybody in this <laughs> me and jay yeah right so i had to physically get up and turn it off so that really helped me um get yep. up in the morning yeah true put the phone away so you have to physically get up it's yeah great it's such a great hack yeah um the the time the time issue yeah where i think a, one of the bears for a lot of us is time it's true like how many times have you said to yourself, oh, I don't have the time, right? Mm-hmm. I just I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. You create this barrier. Well, the barrier is time, but you create an excuse and you wrap it around in a bow with just saying, oh, it's a time problem. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, and, busy schedules, work commitments, family. And to a degree there, yeah, it's hard. Like you're, you've got a lot of stuff going on. But I think if you do a time audit of your day, your week, you will find that you can probably fit in 30 minutes somewhere in that day. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 it's true. I mean, you might feel like you don't have time and I get it, but write it out, write it out. Like literally start from the time you wake up, whether it's 6, 7, 8, whatever, 6 o'clock, 7 a.m. And time out at your day. Write everything, literally every 10 minutes or 15 minutes, you write down what you're doing. Yeah. Including scrolling your phone. Yep. Taking okay. a poo, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, everything. And then like do that for a week, a couple of weeks just to see what your days and your weeks look like. And I guarantee you, you will find, and that's all you need, I think, like 20, 30 minutes, oh. right, to do some yeah. kind of physical activity. I guarantee you can find 30 minutes in your day. Yeah, because there's a lot of these things. We want to try to eliminate time suckers, Yeah, right? Things that just suck your time and you just, you you eventually, you're like, where did my time go? You yeah. don't realize it, right? It's, it's like a slow drain on your battery. And like, listen, all of us are all guilty of this. Mm-hmm. Like how many times do you scroll yeah. Do I scroll? Yep. And I'm talking about you. I'm pointing to the microphone and to the camera. How many times do you scroll mindlessly? Yep. Looking at shit that sh- yep. that has no value. Yep. <laughs> but you know, when you add it all up, you're like, oh man, I could have done Something. a quick exercise. Yep. And it doesn't need to become like it doesn't need to be long. No. Right. You I, ask, I rem- you don't need to spend two hours at the gym. Dude. Unless you're, you know, training for competition yeah. or something right and, like and this is all this is not to like judge people that say they spend more time at the gym or spend less of the time i'm just saying in terms of just getting started and getting you motivated right the barriers of time so if you find 10 minutes use those 10 minutes to hey implement it put it in exercise do a hit workout mm-hmm. do whatever push-ups sit-ups something simple mm-hmm. it don't have to be about going to the gym working out for two hours yep. right and you will become more efficient when you actually time audit and you eliminate those those time sucker things and you time block, mm-hmm. right? This is about efficiency and putting, becoming more efficient with your day. Yep. And you just got to sacrifice something. Like that's that's the thing with time. Like we all have the same amount of time. You may not have to sacrifice something. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
right? You may not. I don't know. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know what people are doing during the day. Like, it's their life, not mine, right? But time audit, right? Like, you may, you think you might, you might have to sacrifice, but maybe you don't. Maybe you just need to be more efficient. I don't know. It's true. And, you know, this, there's this, there's this thing. There's always something that's going to get in the way. Yeah. There, there's always something that's going to get in the sure. way. And we, we just wrap it around time. Oh, you know, I'll start doing it next week. Oh, I'll start doing it two months from now when I have more time, when this project's finished. Yep. When I'm done uh, traveling or whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's. Oh, I'll start after vacation. Yeah, after vacation. I think the best thing is you just start t- tomorrow. Well, the, the, the best time was yesterday. The yeah. next best time is today. Yeah. You know, it's funny. When I started this whole morning workout, it was when we were planning our year. It was mm-hmm. for 2023. You know when I started going F- to F45? Dead smack in the winter? December the 28th. Yeah. Yeah. During the break. Because I have it on my phone. Like my first, yep. you know, first day. It kind of helped because I feel like I could have said, okay, I'm going to start January 1st. You yep. know, New Year's resolution. Everyone yeah, yeah. does that, right? I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just going to like hit the sign up button. And my first class was like December 29th or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. It's not like I save any money during January 1st, right? Yeah. So it's like, and, okay, let's and, just do it and just yeah. go. Yeah. Because it's just another excuse for us to build in and say, okay, I'll just do it next week. Yeah. Or this or whatever. Start Monday. Yep. Um, so, you know, find the time. Find the time because there's no better time than there is today. And we don't get any more time. So evaluate your day. Evaluate when you honestly can fit something in. But really just cut some shit out and find it. For us, it was the morning. Because it's just, it works better for us, for our schedules, right? We get less sleep, but we're able to get this in and prioritize it as the first thing right off the bat. It's the hardest thing for us to do. Get up, work out. And it just forces Less sleep, but it forces us yeah. to go to bed earlier as well, which is not a bad thing. So, like you said, scrolling our phones, watching something, right? Yeah. Just go to bed so you wake up on time. Yeah, and um, you know uh, the the other things too is you know we'll touch quickly on this too is um, you know remember you were telling me when you first you were like yo I'm going to F forty five these people are intense right because F forty five is is not your typical gym it's like high 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 intensity circuit training circuit training and it's like people that go sign up for um what's that crossfit, CrossFit? and all this other stuff they're, they're intense right and when you first go there or to any gym you can feel really intimidated yeah and that's a big factor too where there's a barrier where i feel like you know for for a lot of people is like they don't want to go because they don't want to be judged and felt feel this sense of shame yeah, because you don't know what you're doing yeah. or like you're new, you're not fit, you're not, you can't keep up. We all all those like things that go yeah. into your head. It's like, oh, can I finish this 30-minute workout, right? And my personal experience is that I felt the exact same thing. Like not recently, but I'm saying when I first started working out back in my teenage years, right, with some of my closest friends. Like going to the gym? Yeah, going to the gym because, mm-hmm. I mean – I've always been this skinny, scrawny kid. Always been the scrawny kid. Yeah. Right? A hard gainer, as they call it. Whereas a lot of my friends have been hard losers. Mm -hmm. They can't lose weight. Mm -hmm. So they have to work so much harder to lose the weight where I have to eat so much and 
work so much harder to, to gain, gain the weight. weight. So it's the same problem. We are still we are still battling the same demon of trying to get into the middle mm-hmm. of looking great or feeling good, feeling, feeling good. good about yourself. Yeah, and f- you know, going to the gym as a scrawny kid, mm-hmm. yo, you're intimidating by all these guys pushing weight. You're like. Uh, all okay. jacked. Yeah, all jacked. Right? Huge guys. And you're like, uh, I'll put my two tens. <laughs> 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 but when you go there and you show up, yeah, and you become consistent day by day, little steps, little steps, people see you show up yeah. and they recognize that you're showing up. And ultimately everyone's there for the same reason to get healthy, to get fit. And yes, you're going to have those judgy ass people and those fucking jerks and those gym bros. But you know what? Personally, that I've experienced this was really awesome is that those guys, some of those guys are really nice or girls are really nice. They'll they'll see you and they'll be like, yo, can you help spot me? Yo, you need some help with that. Here's a pointer, mm-hmm. right? Or mm-hmm. you ask them. Most people are just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, you know. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's just a community. Same mm-hmm. thing with investing. It's, it's just a community mm-hmm. that everyone w- just wants to see them get better because you working out doesn't impact me working out uh, unless you're filming as an influencer and, you know, telling me to get out of my shot. But <laughs> but um, anyways, um, listen, intimidating factors, they're there. They're real. We recognize that. Yep. Start out at home. Yeah. Go start out at home. Don't go to the gym. Just start at home. And it, it provides one less barrier. Because, yeah. yeah, going out to the gym, got to get in your car. Mm-hmm. It's fucking minus 20 outside. Yeah. That is an effing barrier. Yeah. Especially when you're starting it. Yeah. yeah. And it's not easy. So, yeah. you know what? Go downstairs. Go in your living room. Grab a couple of weights off Facebook Marketplace. Start there. You don't even need weights? Yeah, body Just weight. Body whatever. weight, right? And my personal journey when I started focusing on this all over again is I started just body weight. This is actually two years ago. Mm-hmm. I started with this this video, this guy, this group called um, Tiff and Dan. Tiff and Dan. Dan and Tiff, or Dan whatever, and Tiff. Yeah. Shout out to Dan and Tiff. Man, it was so good where it was just three months of just hit training, body, full body, full body like exercises with just your body weight. Mm-hmm. I was sore as shit. I felt so pumped. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, man, it's just body weight. Yeah. But it's because you haven't done anything in so many years that, yep, yeah, all you need is challenge. body weight. Yeah, it's a challenge. Right. And at some point, it w- didn't become as challenging and you integrate weights. Yeah. So you buy a few weights. Yeah. And then you buy a bench or whatever. You don't have to, but you don't need a lot. That's what I'm saying is that you don't need a lot. It's just you need to just do a little bit first and keep compounding that over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Right. And now then I move to other videos where, okay, I, I don't know if I've established this, but I work out at home. Jen goes to the gym. I work out at home. From a scheduling standpoint, it works this way because we can't both go to the gym right now because our kids they can't, can't be at home. By can't be at home by themselves. They can't, you know, stuff getting themselves ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. But it works for me. I like it. I like the solitude of working out at home. It's low barrier. I don't need a lot of weight. I don't need a lot of fancy equipment. I just go there and I get my shit done. And thirty minutes, I'm done. Twenty five minutes, I'm done. Yeah. And then follow this, follow these guys, right? Dan and Tiff. And then I went to Bully Juice. Yo, shout out Bully Juice. Fucking jacked. But you created all these videos that just you follow along and you just do it over and over again. It sound repetitive and you just, re- you end up remembering the moves. You remember the music to the <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the amount of YouTube videos since COVID. So oh many. my God. It's like, there are so many fitness YouTube people now. Like it's insane. So there is 
so much you can follow from on so, YouTube. Do that. Just start there. There's 10 minute exercises, there's 20 minute exercises, hour, whatever you want, but squeeze that in. Find it. It's it's right there. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think a big one and one of the last ones that um that we'll talk about here is uh we you've mentioned this for almost right from the start. It was just like I'm too tired. Oh my god. When you, if you're a parent, you're just tired all the time. <laughs> yeah it's a big it's a real seriously it's, it's a serious true, yeah it's a true I'm, barrier i am tired all the time all the time you, i've been we've been tired ever since the baby josh exactly. came out of the womb <laughs> exactly but you managed to to work through that tiredness that's yeah. what i mean right like to say i'm not tired i'd be lying um i'm tired all the time so but i learned how to work through it to do things through that right so when I wake up in the morning, I'm effing tired. But when I come out of the gym, I feel much more energized. Oh, totally. Um, coming out of the gym. So when I come home, by the time I get home, get the kids ready, I'm energized. Yeah, you have natural endorphin releases, right? In released endorphins and yeah. all these other things uh, that we won't get into because we're not, I'm not health experts here, no. scientists or whatever, nutritionists. But I just feel better. Yeah, there's I real feel it. There's real science behind it. Yeah. Why people work out, they feel better. It's a natural yeah. stress reliever, right? To pump iron, to whatever, sweat, to de-stress, detox, all that stuff out of your body. Mm -hmm. And I remember you be coming home in the middle of the day or at the end of the day, you're like yawning and it's like 5.36. I'm like, why are you so tired, right? And now you barely do that. Well, I do that, but usually it's around yeah. eight, nine now <laughs> versus five, six. Like I said, I'm always tired. It's just now I got a little more energy because I'm doing that in the morning, but I will still get tired. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And it's, it, there's a combination of things, right? <laughs> so if you you've kind of put all these things that we talked about today in terms of those barriers that we both personally experienced and that we recognize that are true things that we all have to get through, we all experience right yeah. and we all create excuses of these things and you tie them all together they're all connected the motivational factor that, that starts from feeling you're too tired so you're unmotivated you don't have enough time so you're unmotivated yeah it's a lot of, and i've been through all of that you're those, all of those thoughts have gone through my head yeah you're intimidating then you don't want to do it anymore right it's yeah. all these things so it's like when you create a why for yourself and then you start with one little thing and just starting, right? It's the big thing where I think where we've observed where the difference between winners and losers is the winners take action. Mm -hmm. Losers keep not doing anything and keep thinking about it. And no, this is no disrespect. I'm not calling people losers if you haven't taken any action. I'm just using this as a very generic generalization, right? As a David Goggins approach. <laughs> Right, quit the fucking bitch ass excuses. <laughs> Just go do it and go do it. Honestly, the YouTube videos are so helpful. Like for me, I am not a like I don't. When I first started, I didn't. I don't love working out. Yeah. Right. For me, I know I need to do it because of my health, because of my kids, because of my mental health. So I did it, and for me, I I. I I'm not an expert at working out. I need someone to tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And that is why I choose to go to group fitness class. I like when I trainer, when a trainer tells me what to do. 
especially first thing in the morning, I don't fucking want to think. Like that's just like that's <laughs> that's just my thing. Man. I don't want to think. I want someone to tell me, give me a routine. I will follow, get my shit done, and go. Like yeah. that's kind of like what I like. So you know, that's why the YouTube videos help because it's literally 20, 30 minutes, whatever you want to choose, and you just follow along. Yep, just keeps you on track. Keeps you on track. Yep, you're not wasting time with overly resting and all this other stuff. And resting blah, blah, blah. or like figuring out what to do yep. next. Like, should I do my, should I do some curls? Should I do like, what do I do? You know, it's all there for you. Yeah, and if we can, if you can take anything away from our discussion here, um, a lot of this leads down to building discipline, right? Ultimately, mm -hmm. it's building discipline in your life when it comes down to prioritizing your health. Just like you build discipline with the way you work at your career, the way you dedicate to your family or your friends or your hobbies and crafts, it's the same thing with this. You have to get over the fear of commitment and eliminating those excuses. Yeah. Then those habits become routines. and it Well, the routines become a habit. Sorry. The, yeah. You, the routines build the habit, which mm -hmm. eventually compounds that discipline. Mm -hmm. Right. It all starts from there. So... And then I think you'll get to the point, like I got to the point where it's such a habit now because I've been at it, you know, for a year is like when I don't work out for a couple of days, it feels, it's like, it feels weird. Like I yeah. need, I feel the need to go and do it. Yep. Right. Versus before when I wasn't consistent and I just sporadically, you know, sometimes I do twice a week, sometimes, I, you know, I just kind of randomly, yeah. when I had a couple of days off, I didn't feel the need to go do it. I was just like, whatever, I'll just go do it. In four yeah. days. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't feel that. Now I do. Yeah. Right. And this was true. Very true. Even on vacation mm -hmm. where we're like, yo, we'll find the time on vacation. Mm -hmm. And we did three days on vacation. Out of seven. Yeah. Out of seven. So it's like you just, you know, like you said, it, you create this habit. It just becomes part of your daily day to day. Yeah. Um, and, and listen, you know, as we wrap up here, like the whole point here is like giving yourself a chance, a fighting chance. Um, to get yourself healthy and uh, in better shape does so many wonders. It, you know, physically, you look better, which helps you mentally feel better. Mm -hmm. And all the things inside just kind of the work itself out, right? Like there's a biological reason why exercise is good for you. And even though it can't prevent all the physical illnesses of genetic disorders of things like that, that we just don't know, it gives you a fighting chance. It yep. honestly gives you a fighting chance. And what we're saying is that you are doing preventative maintenance. You're going to help your car go longer, right? Because there's no, there's no replacements. We can't just go and buy another used body, right? To keep going. You know, we'll leave you off with, you've probably heard this famous saying where if you don't make time for your wellness, you will be forced to make time for your illness. And that hasn't rung so much more true in the last couple of years mm -hmm. of just what we've observed, what we've felt, what we've experienced in our day-to-day -day journeys. Yep. And for us, this is a big why, a big reason of our everyday rich now is that, you know, we can build all the wealth financially and all that stuff outside. But if we don't have the health to enjoy it and experience all those things that the financial stability does for you there's no fucking reason to do it mm -hmm. there's absolutely no point you're not yep. there's no point just might as well throw it down the toilet so 
So that's it. There's that. That's it, guys. Um, that's our uh, living room combo. Yeah, yeah. It all started with just planning out our uh, planning our, our year. Euro, but you can see, like, you know, we hope that there is something. There is a fire underneath you, regardless of your age. But if you are like us, millennials that are in our forties or approaching your forties, we truly hope you guys prioritize and focus your health now. Like really seriously ask yourself, yo, do I need to do? Yes, I need to do this. And how am I going to put this into my life? Because no one has ever said, damn, I wish I didn't look fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, right? for sure. And things will be so much better. I promise. I promise. That's pretty much it. Um, I hope you enjoyed this combo, this living room conversations, um, because conversations like that are really important to us, to mm -hmm. millennials that look like us, that don't look like us, that can relate to us. And then we want to share. Yeah, just personal stories. And if you take anything away, and if you don't take anything away, fine, but pay the fee, help us uh, share this journey and this story with other millennials so that people can hopefully relate to and take something away from it, right? Mm -hmm. All it needs to impact is one person. So um, share, like, whatever, subscribe, comment, blah, 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 all that stuff. But yeah, um, that's pretty that's much it. it. All right. All right. So um, since we've already squeezed in our workout, we should uh, go eat. But <laughs> eat our protein. Yeah, eat our protein. Right, right here, <laughs> right here, right here, right here. See, almost done. Almost done. All right, guys. Um, Till next time. See ya. Peace. Your Everyday Rich podcast is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. Any such information or other material should not be construed as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a qualified professional.